This is the Bill Squire Show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the Bill Squire Show. I am your host, Bill Squire. I'm here with Tommy LC. Hello. Pants. I do not identify as a cop. <laughs> However, I am a cop. You're a fucking <laughs> cop. So, uh, we have guests. We have the Allens, uh, Stacy and Jason. Hi. Hello. Thank you for, for being here. Uh, and the whole cop thing is, sometimes we have uh, an alcoholic beverage on the show. And uh, when we do, Pants is not a fucking cop. Okay. <laughs> no. When right. I am, when I'm on the wagon, then I'm a cop. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he is a cop today. Yes. Or he identifies... <sighs> He doesn't identify as a cop, but, he, but whatever, it doesn't matter. I, it's dumb shit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's it's a long story. I'm nervous now. I don't know. Yeah. I should be nervous right now, but I'm nervous. What, you got anything well, to hide from the cops? If well, you're not, if you're not well, breaking any laws, there shouldn't be anything to worry yeah, about. Sure, I if you identify as a cop, yeah. then yes, I would have something. <laughs> uh, so you guys are doing a show at the Alex Theater at the 9 on uh, October 14th. Two shows. Was it 7 and 9.30? Yes. And... I'm excited. I finally get the. I'm going to the 9:30 show. Uh, I've been trying to see you guys for years, and I keep having things come up. Uh, but this time, I'm locked in. Uh, I'm gonna, actually going to bring another guest that's on this show. He's coming to town a night early. Billy Wayne Davis, comedian. He's going to be at Hilarities on October 15th, and uh, he's going to come in the night early. So me and uh, him are going to go to the show together. Oh, that'll be fun. It's our fifth fifth season. Yeah, back it's the opening the of our fifth season. So um, I hope it's good. Um, <laughs> you know what? I we like it. A, a humble magician is <laughs> right? such a breath of fresh air. I got a yeah. I got a feeling if you did four seasons before, things yeah. are going pretty good. Well, our, our our guideline to a good show is: did you throw up or did you pass out on stage? Yeah. Like if we don't do those things, you don't trip. It's a good show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> do you, it's good. Do you make other people throw up on stage? Um, that's the midnight show. Uh, that depends. <laughs> on we haven't booked that one. Yet. Is this a yeah. hypnotic? Gnosis type deal, or is it, am I am I spo- getting a spoilery with with the, the the tricks here? Uh, we used to do hypnosis, not so much. Yeah, not so much anymore. Maybe some influence or suggestion, but not so much. All right, that's exciting. I feel like, okay. What influence? Influence, uh, like Tommy. Uh, well, I used to I used to do a lot of hypnosis. I learned how to do hypnosis in bars. I would go into a bar. Me too, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Can I get another shot of hypnosis, or if you want to call it Jameson? <laughs> it's um, okay. This is heading in a different direction than I expected. <laughs> uh, so, well, let's let's start at the beginning. Uh, Jason, you you, from what I understand, you got Stacy into performing. Yeah, so um, I've been a magician my entire life, and she was working as a therapist. She had a stable job with you know an income every month, and we said to ourselves, why don't we give that up and go with the magic thing, because that seems like a long-term plan. <laughs> so uh, I've been a magician my entire life. I started when I was 13. I'm from uh, Salem, which is down by Youngstown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm from Northeast Ohio, and uh, I was doing it through college. I went to Youngstown State. And I used to like play three card money and, and Youngstown. I learned how to do. I used to do a lot of like biker parties and different mm-hmm. bars and stuff like that. And one day, someone paid me to do it for a living, and my GPA went to hell. 
quick. <laughs> how yeah. much do you remember? How much you got for your first gig? I think it was like seventy-five bucks. And but in your, <laughs> just like yeah, yeah. It was it's so good. Yeah, I was friends with this girl, and her mom wanted to hire me, and she's like, "She'll pay you seventy-five. I did the show, and like two months later, I'm like, "You never gave me the money," and the girl's like, "No, I kept it and bought beer." And so I never got really paid. Oh, that's <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I started. Uh, What's right her away. name? Put her on blast. Fucking, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not friends. Anymore. Listen, Jennifer. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, we, uh, I started doing a lot of kids parties. One of the first really big shows I did was at the Cleveland Zoo. Here. Yeah. And they hired me, and they said you have to do forty-five minutes. Um, I set up and I was I couldn't see the audience and I could hear this wave of people. There were like 400 kids I wasn't expecting and I got booed before I started the show. Hey, I'm sorry kids. about that. I just was yeah. trying to teach my kids <laughs> not to trust people in uh, sport coats at the zoo. He glosses over. He's like, yes, I did magic for Hell's Angels and the Mongols and shit at biker bars in Youngstown, but these fucking five-year-olds at the oh. zoo, Dude, you want to talk about a wrong crowd. I get why you're more scared of the kids. It's terrifying. I'm really scared of performing for kids. They are so ruthless. We have, I'll tell you more about, well, what you do later, mm-hmm. but we, whenever Stacy's working on a new trick, okay. I have her do it in front of a kid's party, like try to these kids thing because they will boo you. They'll tell you like what you're doing. <laughs> They'll wrong. tell you exactly who you are. Yeah. 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 They know who they think you are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why we don't have kids. So I was on stage and I, I got booed before I walked out there. Like the magician's coming out and some kids like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> So I did 20 minutes of this 45-minute contract. And the lady so were they just, like, booing you consistently oh, the whole, the whole time? time? I brought a speaker a speaker system that was big enough for, like, five people. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they couldn't hear you. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. They're like, you're terrible. So I take it. I take it these weren't black kids because I feel like they'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't is, know how to respond to that. <laughs> this is definitely some four-year-old Tyler's and Brent's. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's uh, – now so, I – now I dominate the shit out of the kids. Like, I'm so good with the, it. They uh, yell at me. I'm now like, Shut that's up. not uh, well, great <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this just took a turn. I, like, I, I got to go back real quick. Sure. How do bikers take magic? Like, are do they get, like, like just if we could generalize as a group of people, do bikers flip out over magic or do they get pissed um, off about magic? Yeah, it's an interesting <laughs> thing. I, um, I had relatives that were in like the biker community is mm-hmm. how I got into it. And um, you have to learn how to come at them pretty hard because they're ruthless, like you're saying. Yeah. And so if I were to, if they say something, I, I don't know, I had a lot of experience working in bars. Um, somebody boos you or somebody does whatever, you go at them. And it's kind of, you know, like getting heckled in a comedy show. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be hard. I mean, some of our best shows are ones where we, you have these people that are just very dominant. And the way they're coming at you, and you get their respect by mm-hmm. by winning them over, yeah. yeah. yeah being able to spar with them a little bit, they can yeah. smell fear, oh, like yeah. of any any kind, you know, kids, bikers, whoever. Yeah. They oh, smell. They, they get a sense <laughs> you don't know. That you, yeah. Quickly, when I started performing, that was yeah. the hardest part for me, just learning how to read the crowd and knowing what you know how to come back at and people. how to clap back and, oh, and yeah. put them in and like take control of the audience. Yeah, and that's sometimes, a serious skill. I mean, that's a, it is. And and one of the things I like to do as a performer is sometimes I kind of go up. And seem like I'm a little bit timid in order to kind of bait them into saying something to me. And then I could hit them with something and sure. they go, oh, shit, he was ready for us. And then then I got him. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, there's there's ways of going up and like 
kicking them in the teeth right off the bat and just like overpowering them. But I kind of sometimes like to wait for them to come at me and then know that I, I when it happens, I got the counter move that's going right. to, you know, yeah. put was, them in an arm lock or whatever. Yeah, it was uh, figuratively. Magic, figuratively. <laughs> magic is, well, unless they're kids, then you can yeah. do an arm lock and then mm-hmm. that's the whole other, we can't do shows at schools anymore. Um, but well, that's uh, not very safe anyway. I, yeah. <laughs> Biker bars are better. Right. right. <laughs> it's, uh, when I first started, I really, I was, I was huge into David David Blaine was my, my, I was a huge fan of David Blaine and his stuff was so powerful. So I immediately thought that's what, you know, the whole, that's what you, you try to do the most powerful thing. And I got into pickpocketing right away. Actually, that was going to check my stuff. Yeah, I already, yeah. already looked. There's yeah. nothing there. So. I know. Uh, <laughs> but I remember I did a thing. I, I, hey, I, my, my license pi- picture where I got the bowl cut is in there and that's valuable. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Um, I remember doing a show and this guy was giving me. It was a biker show, and this guy was giving me a bunch of whatever. And I think I stole his wallet and stuff and let him go back to his seat. I'm like, here's your wallet and your watch. And, like, instantly won him over, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Damn. But it's, um, to be honest with you, a lot of the shows we do, we do so many different types of audiences. Yeah. Johnny shows from mm-hmm. bikers to kids' parties to corporate. To, they're all the same. It's all the same. You have to find out who the dominant person in the room is and then win them over. Then is, yeah. Do you find there's always at least just one person that just has to be the dickhead that's trying to shoot holes in what you're doing? A thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. Every, like, yeah. Re, yeah it's, it's fine. It's <laughs> well, it's weird you bring it up because our last episode, we, we all we all did a tarot reading yeah. and we kind of yeah. talked about, you know, it's not the same thing as what you do, it, it, but it is the thing where we're just like, there's always got to be somebody that's, mm-hmm. that just can't enjoy it or can't just appreciate the craft of it. But it's really... Uh, it's really awesome though when you do win that person over. If you do, yeah, it's really cool. We've had a couple of occasions where we've had someone bring someone to our show who's like really not into magic or really doesn't ever want to go, but their their partner or their friend was like, "We have to go to this." And then afterwards, they'll come up to us and be like, "I really don't like magic, but I really enjoyed your show." Like when they say that, that's like you know, that's yeah, great. yeah, that's yeah. a great thing. But that's I mean. It, it, Going through the door, you you've invested your entire lives in doing this. You shouldn't have to. Sorry, <laughs> you're like you're they're like fisheye lenses. So when you get to the side, you just look so. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying yeah, to peek yeah, through. Like, talk, yeah. I know. Yeah, we just gotta kind of listen. Yeah, phone call. I'm gonna use the I'm theater sorry, of the mind here, talking to yeah. Stacey here. Uh, I know. I like naturally want to like look at. You. I know. I know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. I'm sorry, they they didn't realize anybody would ever actually want to interview anybody in these studios. Because sure. <laughs> uh, like when it's me and Alan and Mary, we don't need to look at each other. We don't care. But like, well, yeah, it was you guys. Uh, so what, uh, what is your show like these days? Is it a different uh, thing every time you do a show at the Alex Theater? Like you said, this is your fifth season coming yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, so you guys put together. And how do you even like come up with, the tricks, illusions, whatever you want to call sure. them, the the uh, mind reading stuff. That yeah, is the one. Yeah. Like as much as I'm impressed by sleight of hand and stuff like that, the mind reading stuff is absolutely insane to me. Okay. And you guys came in second in the uh, Cleveland scene, best of uh, voting for yeah yeah for yeah. Uh, magicians. And Rick Smith, who was number one, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, I, I did some <laughs> promotional event. With him at a Taco Bell, where they're talking about, they're like, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, and but the guy, his mentalist stuff is really, really impressive, sure. and I and I love that. And then the card throwing is really cool too. Rick is the guy that got me that Cleveland show where I got booed. It, so that is no, true. Rick is a yeah. fantastic magician. Yeah. He, he's, he's great. He's, he's the reason that I, I do work in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. but um, 
Magic is interesting because you can go out and buy a trick now from there, just buy a trick and, mm-hmm. and try to learn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what we try to do, which with what you do with comedy too, yeah. is you try to make it your own thing. So mm-hmm. a few years ago, um, I was a solo act before I met Stacy. I did a lot of uh, touring where I would just do comedy magic. And I had my own act and everything. And when Stacy and I got together, we defined these characters. We're married. She left her job as a therapist. Mm-hmm. Like we had actual characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's kind of built in and you played off of it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Well, actually, when we started, you were doing magic at first. Yeah, well, so when we when I first started learning, I've been doing magic with him now. Um, this January will be 10 years since I left my job yeah. and started performing with Jason full-time. So mm-hmm. quite a while now. Um, but when we first started, like, I had no stage presence, no stage experience, um, no magic experience, and I was trying to learn traditional magic, and which is incredibly difficult. <laughs> but mm. but um, at one point, Jason was like, you know, you have all this psychology background. Like, you should be using that. You know, that's, you're comfortable with that. It'll help you on stage. And so that's kind of how I got into the mentalism part of it because it's really, like, heavily focused in psychology. So it's perfect. So I started doing that, and um, – yeah, that's kind of how we got into what our show well, is now. Is we, that we started, though. Us? There's Cleveland background there. We started doing the traditional, like, when you think of a husband and wife, oh, you have yeah. a song and a half. And all. Well, Stacy actually opened Cleveland Fashion Week. Yeah. Um, we were down at the arcade down here. Mm-hmm. And you walked down to one end or the other. By the time you came back, she had switched, like, seven outfits. That's like, crazy. Oh, wow. Change. Yeah. yeah we uh, that's used cool to do stuff. a quick change act. But now we, we don't do but as much of that. The problem is that I'm 6'3", and <laughs> she's tall for a girl. Mm-hmm. So we did... The Cavs were doing a promotion thing where they're bringing in Cavs got has talent or yeah. something. Like yeah, that. we had to build an illusion. We came in and did it at the Cavs. Game. Uh-huh. But the problem is that our illusions are win? twice the size. Uh. <laughs> our illusions are twice the was size. Was it being able to beat the fucking Knicks in the playoffs? Was that the illusion? <laughs> this is the non-LeBron years, so they weren't. Yeah. That was, oh, that's yeah. why they were doing magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were heavy into magic. Yeah. In the, we're yeah. Yeah. Some people show up in the stands. <laughs> 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 it was, uh, yeah, we won uh, free tickets down front, which were, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, it, was uh, cool. it was cool. But it, we, the illusions were huge. We couldn't mm-hmm. get them through the front door because we're so tall. Yeah. And, like, we were terrible at it. It was so bad. Well, uh, like, when you say you couldn't get them through the front neither one of us is graceful, so. Like, you couldn't get the equipment through the door? So we had to door? build our illusions big because we're tall. Right. Mm-hmm. So typically, uh, a lot of illusionists, a lot, yeah, a lot oh, are. A lot. a lot are, like, guys Smaller. like five, seven, yeah. five, five. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think Chris Angel's like four foot eight. <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> he might be. I, he's I a little to, boy. <laughs> with that flat iron hair, he's five foot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm not gonna be mean. Uh, it was. It was. Our stuff was bigger. We were. We like lumbered around and like we didn't. It just do wasn't very our well. style. Yeah. I mean, there are people who do it well. We just weren't those people. Yeah. It's well, just not our style of magic. If you're gonna do something at, at center court in an arena. That holds twenty thousand people. You kind of have to do something that has some spectacle to it, right? Yeah, you have to do something. You can't do. You can't do crowd work when there's thousands of people. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. When it comes to like the mentalist stuff and the the card tricks and stuff like that, uh, there's two people that I really like. One is not well known guy, but his name's Chris Carney, and he's a comedian and magician. And I worked with him at a comedy club in uh, North Dakota fifteen years ago, and he did one of the coolest cup and ball tricks with a like he had like a little fedora on and then <laughs> put it takes it off his head puts it on the chair and then lifts up and there's a like a cantaloupe under it yeah and there's no and so i, I don't know when he grabs it <laughs> and it, it was it was really really impressive cool. uh cool. and then he he was 
but the show after the show was even better where we go to the bar and he'd start doing the close-up yeah. card tricks uh, and he yeah. was just so good at that. And then there's the uh, special on Hulu, the one-man show by Derek Delgadio, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. which I really loved and Mary on uh, the Alan Cox show hated because uh, <laughs> she feels, and she, you know, she went and saw you guys and she said she had a good time, but she doesn't like magicians because she thinks you're liars. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of the point. Uh, Can't trust these wizards. So, like, when you watch people like that, uh, like a Derek Delgadio who's doing, you know, his, his is very one-man show and sure. it's very... Uh, storytelling mm-hmm. based are you able to pick up on how he's doing the things that he's doing um and you don't have to reveal anything sure but i would but are you kind of tipped are you like okay i get how he did that but wow that's impressive or yeah yeah i um i'm pretty versed in magic at this point when we moved in together Stacy brought clothes like a I normal person. Normal I things. brought thirteen <laughs> cases of magic books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I sound and like fake a fake thumbs and oh, yeah. I have a, a handful of fake thumbs. If you need <laughs> yeah. one, like I have. A I don't like if you're a magician. I don't your your apartment or your house Wait, should Tommy, look bonkers. Do you need a fake thumb? Like it, I, 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 might. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to see I don't want to see like just normal shit in your house if you're a magician. Like I want it to look like the Bat Cave, but with like magic and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, wish I don't even know how magic. Like, like I don't know the tools of the trade. Even when you're talking about, you have to buy tricks. Like I like sure. you mean you have to buy equipment like the actual so, apparatus. Well, magic is like any other job as weird as that sounds like we have actual conventions that you can go to and other magicians teach other magicians like they lecture they sell product so you can purchase tricks that are created by other people and then you can put your own spin on it or Mm -hmm. you can come up with you know your own stuff but all magic comes from really old magic so like all magic is made from something that someone did you know hundreds of years ago that's cool yeah it's and to your question about if i if i pick up on sometimes i i i love to be fooled Mm-hmm. I love when I go to a magic show. So I hadn't been to a magic show in 15 years. I, I refuse to go to magic shows because I don't want to be influenced to do what other people exactly. Right. And we were in Vegas a few years ago, and I went and saw Matt Franco. You ever heard of Matt Franco? No. One AGT. Yeah, he won AGT. Um, okay. And I went, and I went as a person by myself because you went and yeah, did something else. And I'm sitting there and I'm clapping the entire yeah. time. <laughs> it was the fun. It was the most fun I've ever had. Um, I, yeah. I saw Pendulette and Friends at uh, when I was in Vegas a few years ago with my parents. Ah. And I can't remember. It was Piff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or Puff. Is Piff, it Puff? The right. Piff the Dragon. Piff the Dragon. And then it was uh, another guy that's just, he's like a Vegas. It might have been Matt King. Is he like a in plaid? Was he, he wearing plaid? plaid. Well, yeah, that was it. <laughs> my, Ring a bell? Yes. Yeah. My mom loved that dude. Oh yeah. He was like just the right amount of like innuendo where like yeah. she's like, yeah, I know he's talking about sex, but he didn't say anything about sex, so I can laugh at it. And she loved him. And then Penn was uh, great. It was supposed to be Penn and Teller, but uh, Teller was yeah. ill. Yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah. Um, we were on their show. We did Penn and Teller full us. Yes, we we played the clip on the, yeah. the radio show. That was um, it was cool, horrifying. Yeah, that was a really it was during COVID. Yeah, yeah. a really intense situation. <laughs> so if you come to, when our show at the nine, we are super interactive. Like it's especially with mentalism and stuff yeah. like mm-hmm. that. And when they called us to do the show, uh, the lockdown had happened, and they said, "Well, you you can be on it, but you can't use people. We'll have, we won't have an audience." Yeah. And we're like, yeah, we'll do it. And we got off the phone and she said, how are we going to do this? I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea, but we agreed to do it. <laughs> yeah. So we went there. It was us and Penn and Teller. 
and mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. Yeah, and this giant. That's their wild. Theater, and their yeah. empty theater, and the two of them, and then they were like, "Go ahead." That's do your, crazy. Do your magic yeah. for two of Intimate. the best magicians in the oh world. Gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, but, Penn's story is crazy too. Just like the way he started as like a street magician, yeah. and then like I was about to say, he's over. regarded as like one of the goats, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, hundred percent. I know. I like admittedly, I know very little about the world of magic. Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of surprise there's a lot of glitter <laughs> that's what they were why did you say there was glitter i'd have gotten into this so much earlier it's uh that's what our house is full of um, but pet is interesting because you were talking about how mary doesn't like the fact that we're liars right yeah. so i'm in college at youngstown state and this guy walks by with a pen and teller jacket on and i got to know him and he's like oh yeah i'm like best friends with pen i know pen but i'm also the head of the skeptic society of the united states yep. this guy was there's a skeptic society. So they go after like... This wasn't like he wasn't doing a bit with you? No, like, no, the guy's yeah. a geologist. Yeah, he was yeah. a professor at YSC. So, yeah. uh, That's a literal council of people? Yeah. Like the justice so I, I love that. I need to know more. Sorry, <laughs> I go need on. to Certain, know more. Like, when there's psychic people, there's psychic things happening and stuff, they'll go after When people are being... There's fraudulent things that happen. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he's coming to our show one time and he's like, you know, I'm just against people that lie and do all this stuff. And so we... I was so nervous. We opened our show and I still open because he, he pa- he's passed away since... Yeah. Um, and we open our show and I say, I want you to be very aware that we're liars. Everything I say is a lie. And if I'm opening my mouth, I'm lying to you right now. Yep. <laughs> and so we admit the fact that what yeah. we're doing. Yeah, is- we still do that in our show. You still talk about how what we do is a lie. I mean, yeah. but, but that's the fun. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the weird the part fun. about magic. Though. But we what's, want you to believe that lie. So. What's yeah. the old uh, Seinfeld had a bit where a magician's like, here's a trick. I know how it works. You're a dickhead. I'm not. Or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, that's the hard part about magic is you don't want to make people look, feel stupid. Yeah, we never want people. To you want to you want to feel amazed, yes, not absolutely. not like an asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and I think it makes Mary feel like an asshole, <laughs> and I think that's hilarious. So I don't, <laughs> I don't like. I don't mind like. I don't. The only kind of magician I don't want to see is someone that doesn't enjoy magic anymore. Like you alluded <laughs> to, how you still like going to see magic and magicians as yeah. like a civilian. Like I don't want to go to the magic show where there's a guy that's just there that's over it. You can tell you can tell he's been doing it too long. He's got paid to put his kid through private school and he's just fucking going through the motions. Well, like, well, and that's why I liked. Uh, Amazing Jonathan so much because oh, yeah. he kind of played that character, but. It, it was a parody of that. Oh, he was unbelievable. And he was so funny. Can I tell so you? Funny. Can I tell you an amazing Jonathan oh. story? Yes, please. That's why I brought him up. Please. <laughs> so we uh, these conventions Stacy was talking about is really cool, man. Like we, so the, the magicians that um, we know are the ones that create for other magicians. Yeah. So there are people that create for like Copperfield and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's well known. It's well known thing. So, so they're like writers for other magicians. Yeah. yeah so there's a guy that Copperfield has this famous trick where he takes an old playing uh, baseball card, he pulls the signature off, and tears it up and puts it back together. There's a guy that created that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're at this convention and amazing Jonathan, it's known that he's very sick at this point. Yeah. Really and like, sick. he's not going to make it. He's not going to come back. I was surprised stuff. he was there too, right? We didn't yeah. know he was yeah. going to be there. And, um, he's on stage and he's just, you see him bend over and I'm like, oh shit, he's, things aren't going well. And he starts breathing real heavy. He's talking. And all of a sudden the grim reaper comes walking on behind him <laughs> and he's walking towards him and he notices him and he runs over his case and he pulls out a little baby like a baby, like a baby doll, doll yeah. and shoves a straw in its back and drinks its, uh, drinks its stem cells <laughs> out of the back. And revives himself. God damn it, that's so funny. <laughs> that's he's, so he's the funny. only, like, I think, aside from Chris Angel, because I think he had just had crazy PR in the 2000s, but Amazing Jonathan has towed that line into comedy as well. Oh, like, that was my, 
That's why I was the only reason I know the amazing Jonathan is because, and he was so funny, so but he's funny. also so fucking good mm-hmm. at magic yeah. too. I've never laughed that hard in my life. All of his old, you you look up on the internet, you can find like the old comedy specials from like the eighties and nineties. Yeah, just absolutely unreal. Remarkable. They're, they're absolutely remarkable. They're great, and then, and it used to be such an event too to have a comedy special. Like I remember Copperfield making Statue of Liberty disappear. Like my family sat around and yep. waited for yeah. that. Like we were watching that together on a Saturday night, and it was like event tv so i i love magic and i i think with what you can do uh, i've opened for uh, justin willman oh, yeah. yeah and he he was really fun and he's you know real goofy and he does uh magic for susans where he's doing yeah, like right. it's a great bit and i lo- I, lo- I love that kind of stuff and yeah. and uh uh, but you guys got some cards. You sure. got some. Oh. What would you give me? What do you? Uh, what do you give Tommy? <laughs> yeah. This guy's got that some cards over here. Let's, let's do some magic. I'm, What's the best? I'm way? Get... Can you see me from over there? I can see you. This Are we able to move this yeah. out of the way? Yeah, you can yeah. move that a little bit. Yeah, so you, I'm going to do something with uh, Tommy. Yeah. 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 You mind if I start? Okay. Go ahead. You, yeah, you start. Okay. Um, you get them warmed up. That's fine. I'm Why didn't we do cards. this before? I don't know. Because now he's just fine. Um, That'll be better for me. Yes, yeah. If I do this, can you see these? Okay. Um, I cannot. Can you, can you from that spot? Can you this if I do this? Yes. Yes, friends. Okay. Okay. Memorize one that you see, okay? Okay. Do you have one? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I'm literally across the, the room here. Um, you can't see him, so I'm going to try your job. I'm going to try sure. to do your job. Sure, you go ahead. Okay. So if you think of the color of your card, mm-hmm. and you, you shut your eyes and you shook your head, it's a red card. Yes. Yes. Not bad, right? It's a 50-50, but I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we're narrowing this down, and I literally showed you the cards, and you memorized one. You didn't even pick one. Um, I'm going to try this. I'm going to lay one on the table right there. Okay. And between us. Uh-huh. Um, was it a diamond? Yes. Okay. Was it the seven of diamonds? No. What was it? Four. I'm going to try to do this without messing up the table. Yeah, don't. This is the soundboard. Oh, Stop! Stop! <laughs> you liar! <laughs> How is that lying? Right, right, that's, right, uh, right. That's not uh, lying. It's not lying. It's, uh, it's talent. It's, it's, I'm, I'm starting some sort of political action committee for magicians or something. Well, they're not liars. I knew you? he was. Oh. Fake thumb society or yeah. something. Yeah. It's, um, the, it's you know the kind of sorry not to cut you. You know it's like the kind of mad I get when I see boobs in a way <laughs> like it's an amazed kind of mad. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Stunned. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I completely I'm making it about me. It's about you. No, sorry. I, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. All right. What, what's, what's, uh, you gave Tommy something before oh, okay. we started. Okay. So you did a card check. Well, so Tommy and I talked a little bit before we started uh, the podcast, but I'll just kind of tell them, fill them in what we did. Mm-hmm. I just asked her to think of a person, someone that's really important to her. But not someone that's in this room, obviously. And Tommy, you and I have never met before. No. So nope. I would have yeah. no way of knowing people mm-hmm. that are of importance to you. Um, I want you to think of that person. You've been mm-hmm. thinking of them yes. off and on this whole time, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And now that we moved the screen, I, I can actually rules. see. You. I know. This is a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> before, I'm like, it's going to be really hard. <laughs> so I just want you to think of this person now, get a mm-hmm. clear picture of them. Mm hmm. I'm usually a little closer to people, so we'll see how this goes. Um, Let me like, no, Oh, yeah. Oh, she leans <laughs> in all right. I'm like, okay. okay um, this is going to be our highest rated podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at me. Are you related to this person? No. Ooh, she had to think about that, though. Well, yeah, no, it's okay. Well, she's she just it. really stupid. She, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I don't think so, but all right. So, no, you're not related, but it took you a minute to think about that. So, that's important. Okay. Um, picture this person real quick one more time. It's a male. Mm-hmm. Okay, so same thing, 50 50. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I don't know. Mine was a little harder. Yeah. Okay, mine was a little harder. 
Yeah, yeah. That's a win. Okay, fail. Um, I want you to think of their name right now, and as you think of it, I want you to think of the last letter in the name. Really focus on that letter. Mm-hmm. Is it an N? Yes. Yes? Okay, good, good, good. Um, what? I think I'm just going to go for it. Mm-hmm. Can you tell Brandon I said hello? Yes. Yes. Right? yes. It's my husband. And I'm like, wait, wait. That's not well, like so re- related, but like not. Not blood. Family. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay, why I hesitated. I, I get not. too sorry. Yeah. Wow. I would hope not. I also had a hard time. I kept <laughs> well, wanting like, to go to other fuck? people too. Like, yeah. How? How? I mean, we don't tell us, but like, yeah. that's incredible. That's in, that's insane yeah. to be able to figure out. Well, I can't wait. I'm getting wait. into magic. It's really hard to yeah. do kind of far yeah. away. So I was like, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. get as many um, like close hits as I would like mm-hmm. to just because you're, you're far All right. away. All right. I'm super skeptical. Give me one. Hold on. Let me get this out of the way. Sorry, we're closing you off again here. Yeah. Sorry, we're closing you off. We're moving this boy over here. All right. Hold on. Wait. This is such a fucking shit here. It's great setup for magic, though. Yeah, right. I've done. I can just come over here. Yeah, we're tell you what. I've done. Like, you want to take my spot? I mean, I've seen it. Okay, you come yeah. over here. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it all. Let me, let me get, get the right camera on. <laughs> so where are we at on camera there? All okay. Right. So, <clears throat> have I done? I've done magic for you before, right? I think so. Are you a card player? <laughs> uh, not really. Good. So here's the best way. We'll kind of explain this. Take one. Okay, if you want to show the camera, I'll turn away. I won't look either. Got it? So the idea is to train the card, place it back on top. So this is the sleight of hand, not the mentalism stuff. <clears throat> the top card is the three of diamonds. It's not your card, though, right? Correct. Watch. It's very quick. But... What the? <laughs> <laughs> what? This is right. a multi-phase, okay. so you have to see it, okay? If I... Push it in again. Okay. Watch it. Dude. <laughs> so let's do this. Take that for me. Okay. And write your name on that if you would. Okay. okay. I just want to see Bill's face. I know. <laughs> I know. You can watch me in the screen. There's not working. No, I don't have a screen. No, it's black over here. God damn it. These... So I'll do this so we can see right here, okay? If I take and place that down inside again, you can see the second that it jumps up and lands on top, right? Yeah. Okay, put your hand out for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm place your card on the table. Put your other hand on top of this. Okay. Right on top, okay? Don't move. So if I take your card and I do this, this is the best part. It jumps. Yeah. If I reach in, let me get in and get one out. Okay? Let me get one card. Don't move. Get nice and tight. You see it, but here's the best part. If I do this into the camera, watch. One, two. It's very quick, but you get the idea. Yeah. I actually, when that happened and it disappeared, I ran around you. I came to the other side. I took all the cards out of your hands. Uh-huh. I put them back inside my pocket like this. Okay. So you're not okay. holding a deck of cards anymore. Do you believe me? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> God! Oh, are you... Get these wizards out of here! That's, that's not a deck of cards. <laughs> what the but hell? But it never doesn't feel like a deck of cards. This is now a magic crazy. podcast. Yeah. Can Stacy do something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Try? All right, Stacy, you're up. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. I kind of did a he little didn't trick me, by the way. I knew how you did all this. Of stuff. course. Uh, I'm <laughs> holding my keys in my wallet over here. Oh. You knew how it was all done? No, I don't know how. I, I love did. magic. I have a hard time. <sighs> I did the other version of that pretty quick, but you can. Oh, all your cards are not even facing the right way. Hold on. He's, okay. Bill, he's Bill messy. He's messy. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. Okay. All right, do me a favor, okay? Take about half the cards and set them there. We don't have a lot of room, so we'll just do that. Okay. Okay. So what I want you to do is 
clear a little space in your mind okay. like where nothing else exists, just a small space. All right. okay. I'm going to show you the card that you cut to. Okay. When I do, I'll turn away because there is a screen. I'll make yeah. sure I can't see. I'll show you guys too, but don't say anything. Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, I'll close my eyes. Okay. You have it? You guys have it? Yes. Yeah. yes. My eyes are closed. I'm not going to do anything fancy mm -hmm. with the cards. That's Jason's deal. Okay. Um, but I'm going to try to read your body language, okay? okay. So I'm going to say some things out loud, Bill, but don't. Okay. Do not say yes or no. Do not respond. Just like poker face. Okay. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Red. Bill <laughs> <laughs> failed already. <laughs> Bill. Can we start over? Yeah. It's okay. That's okay. That, again, that's, that's the easy 50, part. 50, yeah. Color. Okay. So it is red. Don't say anything. I'm going to count through the cards. So remember, don't, don't nod. No, no yes right. or no. Ace, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Jack, queen, king. Better job that time. One more time a little faster. Ace, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Jack, queen, king. Good. Okay. Did you know you were holding your breath? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right in the middle of my counting, you kind of like yeah. sucked in a little yeah. out of there. I'm you know, not a card player. Yeah, but yeah, it's okay. It's, it's what happens yeah, because yeah. If, if, yeah. if you're trying to lie, your yeah. body will give it away. Yeah. So right away, you're like, okay, be yeah. serious. Be serious right? <laughs> so that happened right around six, seven, eight. Just think of your number. Think of the number. I know it's red, so it's either a diamond or a heart. A diamond or a heart. It's a heart. The number, look at me real quick. Mm. Seven of hearts, Bill? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, you sounded like... <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's... Insane. And that's just all just reading... Yeah. Like, facial expressions and stuff like that. Like I said, you uh, can tell right, right yeah. away that you have yeah, your breath, like, right? I, and I was like, don't do anything. And then as soon as you say it, you go... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, really, it's hard for most people. Even if you think you're good at lying, mm -hmm. you usually give away something. So yeah. Right. For sure. Don't lie to her at all. No, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, you guys, you can't get away with shit. So, I've just always been a terrible liar, so I just do not participate. I also in don't lie. Yeah, yeah, not right. good at that. Never am Jewish, I. are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's the hardest Oy part doing magic, though. Is you had to learn that there's tricky stuff that happens. Sure. But your body wants to, like, react when you do it. Oh, yeah. And so you have to learn how to lie while you speak and not show it. That's the hard part about magic is that you learn these. Like, some of these things that I was showing you took me 10, 15 years to learn. Oh, for sure. And I can't show you how happy I am that I know how to do these things. I can't, I can't come out and be like, look oh, at Oh, yeah. One. There you are certain I mean? things that Jason does, like, with sleight of hand and his card tricks. Like, I know because I've watched him do it so much and he teaches me these things. But he'll do a move that you'll never see. Mm -hmm. Right, which is the point. He doesn't want you to see it. You'll never know about it. But that particular move took him maybe five years of his life to learn, mm -hmm. and he can never tell anyone about it. So it's like a weird. Ah, yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, I can like, I can relate to that because, like any craft, the highest form of a lot of it is just the stuff you that looks effortless or that right. you just never see. For sure. Um, I mean, that's visual effects in movies. Is that is exactly that? Where like the highest level of perfect perfect vfx is stuff you're not noticed. knowing anything happened at all yeah right. you're not aware yeah. that what you're mm -hmm. seeing isn't that's real. that's it's... a sign of a good magician like and i'll say because jason's super good at close-up magic he'll be humble about it but he's he's really good i've seen a lot of close-up magicians and anyone can learn a magic trick anyone anyone can learn a magic trick but it takes a lot of time and talent to do it in that effortless form like you're talking about without anyone knowing about any of the other things that are happening and getting them to a place where they just like think something insane happened, right? Like that that takes a lot of practice and talent. All right. I have a joke that's kind of a mentalist oh. trick. So I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. do this for you guys okay. and wait. see if it uh if it works the way I want. Uh all right, so I love the show Shark Tank, and I would love if there was a version of Shark Tank 
when they were creating like all the like first inventions. Like imagine uh, someone comes on Shark Tank and they're like, hey, sharks, we're going to get things rolling. That'll make sense in a minute. I give you the wheel, right? So I need you guys to kind of like finish the thing. So like here's an e easier one. Okay. Uh, hey, sharks, you know what's the best thing? Ripped bread. And then they take out a knife and they get? Sliced. No. Sliced bread. Sliced bread. Yeah, it's like milk. Sliced milk. All right. And then finally, someone comes on. They're like, "All right, sharks, you're gonna love this. How would you like construction equipment and farm equipment that makes new construction equipment and farm equipment? Sharks, I give you. Do you know this? I'm trying to think. I don't know. You got it. Farm equipment and construction equipment. Makes new. That will make new. <laughs> Pants, you got it? Uh, it's, I, the, 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 no, I don't. I'm afraid to say what I thought the answer was. No, say what you oh, think slaves. it is. Slaves. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> no. You said it was the first Shark Tank ever. It's, I was, I'm talking about domesticated animals, you piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> no, that's the joke. <laughs> I get someone to say slaves. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like, I don't feel good about myself right now. <laughs> Are you a cop now or not? <laughs> I think everyone in the room was thinking that. They're just waiting for someone to jump on And that's on the it. trick is I got to get someone mm -hmm. stupid enough to say slaves outside out loud. And then I, You're and welcome. Then, and then I jump on them and go, domesticated animals, of course. So we're talking about oxen here. And a whole bit prepared about oxen. And, and here you are talking about slaves. What kind of garbage person are you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do better. Yeah, so Do that's better. my mentalist trick. Any tips? Uh, we're not going to use them in the show. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so December or December, October 14th. October 14th. So you're coming to the uh, second show, right? Second show. Second show. But oh, yeah. how, how, how long is it, and how often are you guys there? So we're there at the Alex Theater at the nine once a month, and it okay. changes every month. So okay. it's not like a set like third. Oh, whatever. okay. But where can people find you? I know that the Allens on Instagram, uh, the Cleveland Magic Show dot com, yep. the Cleveland Magic Show dot com, and they can see all your upcoming dates yeah. and uh, definitely check them out at the Alex Theater. I'm going to be there for the Late Show on October 14th. And some so. of the stuff will be new. You had asked that. So each yeah. season, we try to like keep some of the classics, some of the things that are yeah. great that we mm -hmm. love that have a lot of. And you rotate in new stuff. Yeah, and then yeah, we yeah. definitely try to bring in like. We spent the last year traveling, working on yeah. cruise ships, and so we've been going around the world and like trying out new tricks. Yeah, mm -hmm. so we'll be and, definitely like, bringing we some have of those. Some cool new things that we're trying out mm -hmm. here in Cleveland. Uh, nice. I can't can't wait to see Red. it. I'm so yeah. excited about it, and I love I. I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be there like a little kid, just oh, laughing and, and smiling and having a great time. Maybe I'll have you volunteer. But... I'll be far oh, okay. in the back. I would love that. I would absolutely <laughs> love that. I'm... Well, you might get called up, so yeah. be ready. All right, I'll, I'll be. I'll, I'm, I'm sitting in the chair. I got to think about what, I'm what the fuck. <laughs> Every time I do something, <laughs> what's yeah, the fan? You're gonna boo us. I'm gonna get a seat. I'm gonna get the cheap seats far in back. So you when you hear me yell, "What the fuck?" It's not like <laughs> the show. It's okay. It's 21 and over. It's adult show. You can say whatever you want. You're like fucking liars. All right. Thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks, uh, guys. This was so much Thanks, fun. Can't, can't wait this to was see awesome. And uh, don't forget to check them out at theclevelandmagicshow.com. Yes. And uh, at uh, the Allens. Is it just the Allens? Uh, What's live. Theallenslive.com. Theallenslive.com. Yes. Yeah. What's the Instagram? Yes. 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 Instagram? Uh, we have uh, I'm Jason Magician and you're Stacy Allen. Yeah, Stacy okay. underscore Allen. Right. Yep. Underscore Allen because the other one was taken. It was. Right. <laughs> 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 underscore exclamation yeah. point underscore Allen. It's very simple. Yeah. No. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. Thanks. How's it going, man? 
Uh, Living the dream. How are you, man? I I can't complain. Things things have been very good for me. I've been uh, real busy, and uh, you know the podcast is going good. I I'm uh, having a good time. How about you? Just yeah, the same. I was just up in Humboldt County helping cannabis growers stop a measure from destroying them, which is like a you know it sounds serious and it is, but it's also pretty awesome. To be in the redwoods with a bunch of cannabis growers. So. I haven't been out. I've, I've never been to like the Pacific Northwest or even like Northern California. Well, I went to Sacramento, but uh, that's not the same as where you are at. That's uh, that is not Humboldt County. Is I, I've watched documentaries about it. I've seen movies about it, and it's it's another world. And the fact that they trust. That's you I mean, that's why I was why I go up there and like. I mean, someone was rightful to help us out. And I was like, I think it's because I I travel so much. And, you know, you do too. Like, America's like homogenized. So there's like, it's like a, this kind of boring culture. And then there's like these pockets, very unique culture left. Like mm-hmm. New Orleans is his own place. Like that. You know, there's like these certain places that are still their own thing. And then we, I think they need to be protected. And that is, if you haven't been, and, and I know this is like a weird commercial for Hum, but it is awesome. And if you've never seen the Redwoods, it's there. It's insane. I can't, I could try to describe it. Just got to go see it. Like it's yeah, just, I, I don't think stupid. pictures or, description does it any justice until you actually see it and it feels like you're in a very unique part of the earth because it it is that unique it is it is like one of a kind place and it creates a one of a kind culture and like you said it, it a lot of places are just becoming mirrors of other cities they go okay like indianapolis like midwest cities are just seeing Ooh. what other cities do and they go okay this is how we bring our downtown back we we get uh, some, you know, we get a Toby Keats bar and grill or whatever it is. And then people will come downtown and, uh, hang out more when they're at football or baseball games or whatever. But it is commerce based in exactly right where, Hey, we get it. I mean, Indianapolis is, let's just make fun of that city. It is ridiculous. <laughs> That's why I love Cleveland because Cleveland is very unique. And I'm not pandering because, trust me, I do not pander. That is not my thing. If I did, I'd be a millionaire by now, uh, especially with this accent. Oh, good Lord. Could I make a gazillion, gazillion? <laughs> okay. So, so like, but. But Cleveland I'll... is so, first of all, because it used to be like one of the spots in the world, the architecture is still really cool and it's got its own vibe. And then Cleveland people have like this, like distinct wonderful defeated attitude it is you talk (laughs) about just being like like having a good time but also just being like yeah man it it yeah hope Uh for the best expect the worst that's the cleveland attitude it's yes where it's like in in philly what i call philly is like a they have a sloppy resilience Mm -hmm. where they're gonna they might win it is never gonna be pretty Right. And they're going to finish it. And then Cleveland, it's like, hey, we're going to have fun. It's not going to go our way. I, we, we are pretty we much aware of that. We know but that. But it's Sunday. 
we're having fun. That guy's <laughs> on a bicycle. That's Cleveland, you know? Well, and then when you get uh, to the the heart of what makes Cleveland so special, it is just the willingness to c- come together in a way where we commiserate over misery. Like, that. that's like a brag. And I think that's a Midwestern thing, too, where you never – you never want to show off, and if you do, you have to explain why you're showing off. So if you're like, oh, I got these new clothes or whatever, but I got them on sale. Like, that's a big oh, thing. Oh, you got to qualify. Yeah. Every, it is, they, I'm no hillbilly from East Tennessee, so that, that, I think that swoops down pretty low. Just, just I think it may be a class thing in America where anyone that's working class is like, you, you're not allowed, and you know as well as I do. Being entertainment in entertainment, that is not the quality that you need. Is being humble, and Dude, being like, "Oh worst. shucks, don't listen to me, I'm all right," you know. And they're like, "That's people are like, okay, I won't." And well, you're like, How "Would you?" Sense. And that goes back to the thing that you were saying about if you could pander, you would, and you'd be rich. And you see people that are maybe not the funniest people but they don't have that holding them back because they they'll post constantly. They'll post hacky shit. They'll do whatever it takes because being famous is more important than being authentic. And it drives a guy like you and me crazy where you're just like, but it's not that good, but it, it, it strikes yeah. a note with people and they just go, Oh, I guess this is what comedy is or, you know, what fame is. And it just, makes my blood i do have oh i i don't i don't get as angry i would love to say like doesn't bother me anymore that that is true but it doesn't like affect my day like it used to when i would see certain stuff and be like huh that's doing okay yeah it now i realize i've done it long enough and steady enough and you know i've have a nice life doing this that those type acts, they come around, and then they just... Uh, and they go away, yeah. You don't see them around anymore. It's like a thing where they're like... they you get, And we all know kind of how to do some of that stuff. And you're like, yeah, but then... Mm. But then what happens and next? It's like, like it's, just, it's just like it's junk food is mm-hmm. what it is. Well, and, and you can see it with... Uh, comedians and musicians and and there's different aspects of that Uh, but it is amazing like what you're doing what I feel like I'm doing is like sustaining I've been in the game for 20 years Uh, I think you've been around the same and we've done a lot of cool things we've met a lot of cool people we do make good livings and it's it's about more than just making a bunch of money but it's about putting something on stage that we're proud of and is fulfilling. And that's the, that's the thing that I love the most about doing stand-up comedy is going up on stage, doing something that I'm proud of and, and working it out. Like I love that process. That, that is the reward. And then me. getting sick of it. Yeah. And, and then like having the <laughs> yourself to, you get disdain at the audience for laughing at it. And you're just like, why well, you think that's funny? Cause it's the first time they've heard that you've right. done this for five years honing this in yeah and and you're tired of it but you know and then you're just like but then i it is nice because 
because we've done this long enough, I listened to a little bit of my first record that came out whenever years mm-hmm. ago, and, and like it was pretty good. Yeah, like, this is you're proud of it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, hey, and it took me a while to put that one out because there was like a, some stuff I didn't like and I had to fix and you do the thing. And it, I remember being really frustrated about it, and then like, but ten or so years later, I kind of listened to some of it and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, that's why. Do you I'm, do you feel like you have it, any? Uh, material from like your first record that is actually more relevant than now than when you put it out or it, it resonates like you were a little bit oh, ahead man, of your time you know that there's like yeah i mean what's fun lately to kind of take that point and then i'll answer your question around is i know exactly what you're talking about is that you hear stuff and you're like man if i was a better comedian then if I was just more skilled, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, good Lord, could I have, like, I could have really probably, like, hurt some people in that room being so funny with something. And then, but then what it did, does do, is it sparks you to go through old ideas that you couldn't make work because you weren't a skilled enough comic. And now you're like, oh, I know how to do that joke. I know how to do this. And then you just do the boom, boom, boom. I've done that a couple of times lately and it's been like, Oh, whew. I knew that. Cause at the time you're like, this is funny. And you, the audience is like, no, it's no, not. I don't, I don't like, think it, it is. is, but I, I it is. You're like, and then one day you're like, Hey, well, you're right. The way I was doing, they were right. It was not fun. But I knew the, but the, now you're like, the core oh, of it was funny. The presentation wasn't all the way there. And then, like you said, you become a better comic. And I've done that with a lot of jokes that I had in the, in the past. And, reworked them into some of my strongest material because it's it was just that process of i was ahead of my time like i had the idea i didn't know how to present it now i do and i have a a new bit that i'm working on and i can only get it to work like one out of every like six times i tell it and when it works it works so well but it has you can't stop it's like playing golf yeah "Hmm, that won't Son of a bitch. We gotta when, play but again. when it doesn't work, it I just, might be good at this. Yeah. When it doesn't work, it 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 de- definitely takes some of the air out of the room. But it's a very fun joke to do. It just I need the audience to help build that bridge where like they have to pick up on what I'm saying without me saying it. And if they do, then it is a solid joke. But if they are not if if no. I don't present it right, if I don't build just it. say they're dumb, they're dumb. Some audiences, I understand what you're talking about, where you're like, you're like, I, I should just be able to say this sentence, right? And everyone laugh, but right. here, here, I'll, you I'll know test it know. on you. That is not I'll, how it works. I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you the premise. Uh, I talk about the if there was Shark Tank at the beginning of time when all the inventions were rolling out. So I go, hey, Sharks, how would you like farm equipment and construction equipment that creates its own new farm equipment and construction equipment? Yeah. And so you know where where that goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, if the audience doesn't know, then they're just sitting there and I need them to, because if I have to say it, it wrecks it. Of course, but, but like I, yes, I mean, yeah, 
Because once right. I say it, they go, oh, that's too much. But if they if they figure it out, it, like, is this building laugh. And then it, like, because they're like, oh, fuck. I get what he's talking about there. That would have been, you know, it's it's such a ridiculous premise, but with a really heavy topic. Well, you can't say it out loud. You have to, you're, what you're doing is like, listen, it's, you're really like, hey, you do this in your head. And if you're clever enough, you get how funny this is. Right. It's like my friend Matt Davis used to have a line and it was truly intellectual and just instigating the audience. Where he'll just say, and I don't think he'll get mad at me for this, but he'll just say, he was like, I just consider walking down a dark alley consent. And that's all he <laughs> says. <laughs> but it's like, it's so clever. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, right. It's just, there's like a 900 implications in that sentence. Yeah. And, and, I, and it's how's a- it go? And he was like, what do you think? How's it go? He, I, I was like, some people laugh. And he's like, for wrong reasons. I was like, of course. And mm-hmm. then some people are appalled. And I'm like, yes, that was the key. Yeah. Just setting up everyone to project their own thing right it's like a he's a clever asshole and that's why i love it and that's and that's my favorite i love the cleverness of comedy and i think a lot of that has gone away well i don't think the clever comics are ever celebrated as much as they should be because i think like i see the people that are on you know the streaming services and stuff like that and there's plenty that are absolutely hilarious and they're great but then you'll see those ones and you'll be like like there's like this you're hitting me so directly and so bluntly with the point that you're trying to make that i'm not even like you're not even giving me a chance to have anything clever happen here it's just the like it's It's too spelled out yeah it's junk food it's the fucking here eat it get out of here here eat it get out of here and for you and I, that's not how we like to no. engage in our entertainment or art. No, we and want... we're and 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 Bill, I'll say this, and I, it's it sucks, but <laughs> we're not in the majority. I know, I know, we're not, and that's one that of those things. A, it's tough to accept. I have to like kind of remind myself every day. I'm like, this is we most... we have to come to terms with that, and that's. I was talking about this uh, on on the radio show that I'm on about how like my biggest fans are always somebody that is okay with being alone. They don't have a ton of friends and they just like, like they'll go out, they'll come and see me by themselves and they have no problem with that where a lot of people would never go to a concert or a movie or dinner by themselves. They can't fathom it. And the people that like me the most are the ones that are, like, just okay. And they're good people. They're not weird or anything. They just go, no, if I want to go see something, I'm going to go see it. That's who, yes, who we thought we were cultivating is who we should be cultivating. Yeah. But also not for the skyrocket to fame group. Right. Is, is I think, well, you and I are similar in that, we know how to start a cult. It would be pretty easy. We right. have the ability. Yeah. Uh, we have the intellectual capability. We have the know-how. But we also have the the forethought, and we think things through enough that we're like, ah, then you got to talk to 
and there's so, some, yeah. something within us that goes, okay, I just can't, I can't step on that crack. I can't, I can't go down that corridor where there's other. Well, you got to talk to your flock. That's who you got to talk to. Yeah, is them, yeah. and that's not, that's not challenging or engaging. That's right. probably just like mind numbing. Yeah, and then you and I would be like, let's just. I want to hang out with some other cult leaders. They were right, like, they're exactly. fun to they talk shit with other cult leaders. Like fun. And you're just like, Oh yeah. And you're like, Oh, I, this is not, I'm not a cult leader. This no, is not, I'm, I can't do it. What's well, even, you know, going to like a comedy festival and you'll find it's like go, when you go to camp as a kid or you go to a new school and the people that are too eager to be your friend are not the ones you want to be friends with. And the kids that are popular are popular for a reason. So they don't want anything to do with you anyway. Cause you you might challenge their their popularness so you have to like settle in and and be okay being by yourself until you find that person that you can relate with and and have an enjoyable uh relationship with versus just the person that's trying to take something from you or ch- trying to uh stand on your neck to get somewhere i have learned <clears throat> man you've just i've over the years learned how to navigate being that kind of like because early on, you're right. It's, it's all these fun adults getting just hammered, mm-hmm. and we're having, we're going to on adventures, and this is fantastic. And then you get old enough, and you're like, "Whew, that's that's a lot of us in a room. That's a lot of us. Yeah. A lot of us types in one room is. This is it's not fun. It, it's not as once you get to a certain, then you're like, oh, that's why you used to blackout drink at these because you you didn't you knew on some level this is not a good idea. Yeah, because I really and just then, wanted to leave. Yeah, no, that's we're like because <laughs> it's terrifying because it is terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's awful. And then now I know how to navigate and go like, hey, what's up? See the people I want to see, mm-hmm. and then kind of hang out. And then because I don't have that crazy nerves of like, ah, are you a commit? And you're just like, no, I'm gonna do my shows. I'm gonna get my paycheck. We're gonna get out of here. That's fun. Yeah, like you said, you'll talk to the people. I'm not doing mushrooms at two in the afternoon. I'm not. uh -uh. I'm. Well, that's why I like when you know certain people come to town like you. You'll be at hilarities. We should mention that at hilarities on uh, October 15th. I am not. Gotta promote better. I will promote it's it. It's that hillbilly Midwestern yeah. thing where we're just like, hey, y'all can come if you want. If right. You're not doing anything else. Well, I'd be cool. I have a comedy special taping in December, and it's just like I mention it, but it's always like, yeah, I have this thing. And it's a big deal to me, but like I know it's not a big deal to you, but it'd be cool if it was a big deal to you. But I know it's not because it's not your special. It's my special. And it's like, and then like having to explain to them, like, well, it's not sold anywhere yet. We have to make it and then try and sell it. But we can't. You don't. Yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah. follow-up questions to that is the toughest because you're like, then you have to kind of explain a little bit how the business works right. on some level, and then you just see people be like, "Oh, uh-uh, I need to believe that this is magic." You are, yeah. You are one day you, and then tomorrow you are Garth Brooks, right. and you're like, "Yeah, that is. That would be. That would be great. That would I would. But, it would be. I mean, not even. I, it wouldn't be great. It'd be great if like they just." Heard what I say and go, oh yeah, this makes sense that he would want us to buy our tickets uh, more than one day before the show. <laughs> Listen, 
this will try to this is not going to make you feel better but it might make you feel like a little better i have just started touring again proper since you know because of quarantine and then for like a good six to year six months to a year stand-up was just in disarray after that so you're just like okay so now it's like ramping up again and i just went on a fun little run and but as someone that also produces your own stuff because that's the way to do it people just they're not they buy tickets the last goddamn minute now and it is terrifying they do buy them they do but it it is is last minute it is i was i've worked some clubs i've done some rock venues i've done and everyone i've talked to was like hey i've noticed this and it's and they're like no it's not just it's every it's every show we've done sometimes they'll sell out the like the day before and we're just like there was 50 tickets sold wednesday and then thursday we sold out i was like what is happening and they're like we don't know but it is terrifying i was like okay so and that's one of those things when you see a guy that is you know like matt rife who is selling out theaters the day he puts like he's got like taylor swift level fandom I can't even be mad at that because that that that's I, a, I'm ha- I was that, that's insane. When people are like you seen this shit, I'm like, go, dude, go do go. it, man. It's it's insane <laughs> to be able to do that, and you know they can say it's because he's just hot or whatever. I'm like, no, he's he struck a chord with people that they want he is to hot. See him. He You're is right. Hot. He is hot. So, but uh, he's he, also funny. He's funny, and he does you know he does he's worked his ass off. He's been doing it for longer than people think, and you know he he's 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 found his audience. He's not saying he's yeah. He's not breaking any new ground. Mm-hmm. He is he is a, a a very hot man that is very, very charming and funny. Yep. And I understand the appeal. Right. I get it. Right. I I've seen his audience. I I'm it is. He's got uptown problems right now that most <laughs> rock stars in today's world don't have. Is I, what I'm saying. I also think this is one of the funniest things about women fandom versus male fandom when women... think about like dude bill he's women women are going to comedy to fuck the comedian that's not right they're like hot girls going not yeah. like and i don't mean this offense but you, everyone knows who's coming to bone comedians it's right not the regular chuckle fuckers it's fun yeah they're fun they're always fun we love but... you <laughs> They've also got issues like the comedians. Right. So these are like like successful professional ladies yeah. being like, Yeah, I'm gonna go sit with my tits out on the front row to see if I to can see if Matt Wright wants it. to hook up. Yeah. And they That's awesome. Good. I just huh. it's 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 you know, it's a different dream. It's not the dream that I wanted, but it's the dream he wanted. And he's I just it. like that it's possible in comedy because when you start a young man, you think it's gonna be a little different yeah. than it is. And then well, you talk also, to your musician fans, and they're like, "Man, all the women all the time." And you're like, "Oh, oh no, the, it's the, mostly sad dudes." The guys, yeah. yes, exactly, mostly sad dudes by themselves. Uh, yeah. But the guys that get like a pop like that, like even like Dane Cook when he was, uh, he when he exploded in the early 2000s from MySpace, he was well into his 30s by then. Versus yes. Matt Rife is doing it before he's 30, and oh, man. It, that happens for musicians but it does not happen for comedians exactly so you got to give no. a, a salute for that because it, Polly Shore 
I think we could put him on. Holly Shore, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy. Those are like the the ones. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. I think Steve Martin. He was into could, his 30s, was probably, though. He was into his but 30s. I think he was probably swimming in it. Yeah. Yeah, he in was. In that, like, like, that different. And that's, like, that's, it is. Whew. But you're right, though. Most people, I've known, I met Matt probably 10 years ago. Yeah. He was young, but he was, you know, you're like, this kid's savvy to be, like, 18 or 19 right Imagine like that's the one thing not going anywhere that's for sure that's the one thing and that then, I and one day like, he sold out a million tickets yeah. Yeah. let's see that yeah yeah he can i he he beat me out last year uh, i thought i had such an idea i it was the avian awards uh-huh. to host and uh i was like oh i I should get this. I would be good at this. It was like one of those, like yeah. when they, they like, Hey, they're interested and they need you to send a tape. And I was like, and sometimes you're just like, sure, we'll do it. I don't know how they got my name or what they think I do, but sure. And then this one, I was like, Oh, I would be. Yes. This. this would be fun. And then a friend of mine writes for it. And I didn't hear anything for a while, which is like how you hear. That is how you hear. And then one day you see a press release and you're like, hey, that's not me. Right. Uh, uh, but I was like, hey, it's one of the few where I was like, I did it. I was like, hey, why didn't I get that? And they were like, oh, Matt Rife. I was like, oh, that would. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that he's a good. Yeah, that's, that, that's yeah. exactly who you should get for oh, that. Oh, yeah. You right, should have gave it to him. Yeah, that's not fair. That is not fair. Yeah. Uh, we got real deep in comedy talk, but. Uh, I, I don't it's have a podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what people that listen to my podcast like. So, uh, but I do want to reiterate Billy Wayne Davis, absolutely hilarious. Check him out October 15th at Hilarity is 7 p.m. Get those tickets the day before, two days before. Let them just let know. Or, yes, I'm going to try to. My dad, I'm bringing my dad with me. He's fun to hang out with. I can't wait to enter. He's going to love each other. Can't wait. And we're trying to go to the, Bra- the Browns game. Okay. Um, well, you guys looked good early in the season. I got real worried that I wasn't going to get tickets. Yo, you'll now, be fine, dude. Don't worry about it. And now you guys are leveling out, and I was like, they're not going to let me down. Who do they play I'm that week? Is that is that San, San Francisco? Fran. That might be tough just because there's going to be – it's probably cheaper to go to Cleveland to see a game than to see one in San Francisco. So there's going to be a lot of San Francisco fans there. That is – huh. Yeah, because Spirit's pretty cheap. You're right. Yeah, and also, I mean – Everything San Francisco 49ers are that that's a real that's a cult and I mean Browns are a cult but it's a cult that uh, always disappoints. 49ers have been good for the past few years so those tickets are just insane right now. So I bet there's going to be a lot of 49ers jerseys at that stadium. See, and that we're driving up from Lexington early because even if we don't go to the game, I was like, we should just go hang out in Cleveland during the game. And my dad's like, really? I was like, yes. Go to is. the tailgate for sure. Yeah. I was like, go it's a time. Through. He was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was like, we'll drive. We'll get, the, we'll get to Cleveland. I was like, we'll drive from Lexington the night before. I was like, I'll be amped up anyway. He was like, really? I was like, it, yeah. it will be fun. I was like, I love Cleveland. Yeah. I It's, it's. It's some of the most fun I've ever had in the city. Yeah, is is in Cleveland. So, All right, man. Times. I gotta cut you off here, though. I got a, a, the other Mm-mm. other half of the podcast. Nope. 
So, no, no, um, can't. This has been my favorite thing to do lately. I'm so sorry. Where I can hear the, the uh, people Rap wrapping it up, and I'll I just know. be like, no, no, no I don't want to. You just see him be like, stop. This is already hard <laughs> enough. Stop it. Yeah. Um, Man, thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. Thank Come you for see being us. On. And Bill's doing a set. Yes. And I, go see a special and buy his, buy his tickets and, now. And, and follow uh, Billy Wayne Davis on all the social media. It's Billy Wayne Davis on everything. Uh, absolutely hilarious. He's got a huge uh, catalog of different things that he's done. They're all worth checking out. Uh, and uh, go see him at Hilarities on October 15th. I would, uh, that, like, the fact she, like, ripped up the paper or whatever and gave it to you. What was that? Oh, oh, it was just um their card. Their card. She wanted me to write somebody that is important to me okay. on it. And she's like, I act you actually don't need this. Yeah. But But she saw you write it. I don't, she didn't. She turned around. Oh. She wasn't watching. That's weird. It's crazy. Maybe she's got it's eyes crazy. in the back of her head. Yeah. She was good. It was it was hard though, because I kept going back and forth between Brandon and Allie. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I already wrote Brandon down. I have to. But like yeah. I feel like that would be an easy thing to guess. Like Yeah. She looked up your Instagram right. and then found me and then, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I could see that kind of, and I, I kind of was mad that I chose him. But still. But, but she still guessed it. She did guess it. That yeah. was crazy. Yeah. That was cool. It's crazy, though, because, like, watching her look at me when she was, like, trying to get it, you could tell that she's, like, reading Deducting, me. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was well, awesome. Well, it's like when she's, like, uh, when I say, you know, I'm, like, I'm, like, trying not to hold my breath. Yeah. I'm, like, I know I'm not supposed to hold my breath. I still hold my breath. Like, it was so funny watching you try to keep a face. <laughs> well, then I like blow it right away, like red. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> never, I got so scared when he was doing the trick to me. I was like, I go, don't fuck it up. I go, don't pick. I was like, I was afraid he's gonna pick the wrong card, oh. and I was gonna have to play around, play along with it. <laughs> yeah. But no, they don't. No, the guy's don't. a pro. Yeah, yeah it's not. I have um, never seen a magic show where like the magician fucks up. Uh, have you? I don't. Think I would get so sad. Yeah. I get so sad I know. for them. Um, no, just because when you when you get to that level and you're getting oh we're talking right now yeah we're talking right now. Oh, that's, oh. <laughs> so we're casually just bullshitting about some magic. Yeah, no, um, we're, we're no when you get to that level and they're paying you to do it, like yeah. you know, it's not like music where you could fuck up a chord here and there. And yeah, it's you fuck up a trick and then. Just... But also there are things where they fuck up and they they're so good at it that they know how to Can cover up. Back. Like that's what he's yeah. talking about, like knowing how to do what he does. Like took him 10, 15 years to set that up to know how to handle that stuff and it like it's very impressive yeah i'm very excited about that i'm gonna pivot to i'm gonna become a magician you're gonna become a magician (laughs) by the time i'm 55 i'll be ready to fucking dance the magician magician. i mean like um, amazing jonathan was like the only like of all the magicians i thought i think i could remember it was him because he was so fucking funny yeah and he was also just so surreally good but have you watched any of like the magic magic shows like there is a show on netflix it's uh justin willman Mm -hmm. and he's just like he's kind of like folksy and stuff and then there's the carbonara effect like i love that show i don't like i i I I pay zero attention to magic outside of like everyone knows chris angel everyone knows david blaine yeah Everyone knows like Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, are Siegfried and Roy even magicians, or they just have a tiger? I think they just had a tiger. I don't know if they're. I think and they did like a little bit. Of they magic, had a tiger. Yeah, they had a tiger. The tiger head. Yeah, yeah. one tiger of them. Had them. Um, but I think uh, as far as like magic shows, like TV shows are fun. They're a lot of. fun. It blows my mind every time I see it. It's yeah. just one of those things. Like you know, aside of like aside from that one, Jason Ladane uh, TikTok magician it's kind of like i was like that's cool and then it's like me being an idiot i go well why why delve deeper into this world uh, <laughs> yeah. that was fun mm-hmm. 
It's like when you hit a paywall on a, on a article you're reading, you're just like, well, I, I hope I'll never know. <laughs> it's like, I hope everything turns out good yeah. for uh, them. <laughs> Today, the president of the United States arrested. Pay, subscribe to uh, read the rest of the article. Like, I guess I'll never know. <laughs> it's like when I was on dating apps and I would like see a girl that looked pretty, pretty cute and then I'd like read her bio and they're like, my relationship with Jesus is my most. Like, well, that was fun while it lasted and That's uh, a good, good luck to you. To go to. <laughs> Is <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> Here we yes. go. Uh, last week, uh, we posted a clip of Tommy and Marty, and Marty being all excited about Tommy's boobs, even through the uh, long, long sleeve, sleeve baggy T-shirt. <laughs> uh, which That's gonna live in my head forever. Forever. Yes. And so uh, I don't feel like we talked about Jack and off or anything in that clip. Like I don't think the clip's all that bad, but someone comments and says like "repent" or "you're gonna go to hell." And, <laughs> and fans and I had a lot of fun with him. And then I think what finally pushed him over the edge, where he started insulting me, and I was like, "That's not very Christ-like." <laughs> and he's like, "Ah, oh, I kind of yeah." I, I mean, gotta. I literally just assume when anyone says shit like that, like weird end times Christianity bullshit, I'm like, "Okay, this is a this is a bit." Like, yeah, I really thought it was AJ DeCosimo <laughs> putting on a bit for yeah, yeah. when he when he said, "I'm not a Jew and I don't read the Torah and stuff." I was like, I was in the gym reading it, and I was crying, <laughs> laughing. I go, "There's just no way." Yeah, <laughs> he he he's like, "That's not." Because, like, my thing is always whenever whenever someone comes at me hard with religion or sermonizes to me, I just go, "Yeah, I'm Jewish." And then the, he immediately replies, "He goes, you are not Jewish. You do not read the Torah. You do not go to temple." I go, and in my head, I go, "Okay, these things might be true, but you don't know that, <laughs> you know." And then I was just like, I was like, I go, just like I was like, and then like, I, of course, I look at the kids because he's a kid yeah i mean let's be honest he's, he's, a, he's he had to be a high school age kid right maybe just out of high school something like that i think i think he might have been a mormon missionary that's what i think yeah but he was he just was being so over the top i was like i i played along for a little bit and i go okay this is just gonna go i just had nothing else going on yeah. so i was just like yeah i'll fuck with him for a while oh no i was after yeah. the show i was like i i checked back in and yeah. i was like oh bill's bored tonight he's still going (laughs) (laughs) he did call you a dingus and not to take a side out that had me laughing but then i made him feel bad for calling me a dingus because i'm like that's never and he's like you're soft a dingus hurt your feelings i'm like i didn't say it hurt my feelings Uh, anyways that's not what jesus would do i I think if he's listening right now if there is a god he'd probably just want you to at least go jack one rub one out buddy go 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 late get laid by a woman or man Mm-hmm. In, 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 you know, we're all in it together. Yeah. We're all, you know, ending up together or not ending up in the same nothingness together. Our arms together are the after. length they are for a reason. Go listen to some Creed, chill out. Yeah. Or Jars of Clay or Zayo or whatever. Uh, DC Talk. DC Talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I could go on and on. I mean, I, I spent. Striper? F- striper. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Striper. I was yeah. thinking Sticks, but it's Striper. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a litany of uh, Under Oath. Under oath, a lot of a lot of Christian kids got laid in the early two thousands. The under oath, <laughs> so um, a lot of kids in under oath got laid under oath in the early two thousands. I have a feeling. So you guys want to know what I? Besides, this is how bored I was last night, and it wasn't <laughs> even bored. I just was doing the things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. That's what you do when you live by yourself, and You're you, an you can do whatever you want. It's great. So what I did last night was I downloaded a singing app that teaches me how to sing. I'm tired of not being able to sing. So it's this app that teaches you breathing techniques and all these, like, things that I don't know about singing. Did Please you pay me. for this app? Oh, yeah. 
So it's like Duolingo for singing. Yeah. yeah. Let me know Duolingo. how it goes because I also don't know how to it's, sing. So far, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And then, like, it'll give you songs to sing, and then you, like, it like show it's like Guitar Hero mm-hmm. where you're trying to match the notes with your voice. Oh, okay. And it's like it'll adjust the pitch to your highest range, your lowest range. So, like, it's it's called uh, Duo Singo. Simply Sing, I think. <laughs> Duo Singo. <laughs> Please tell me there's a recording component on this app where you can play what you've done back to uh, us. If there is, I have not. That's probably yet. why they created the app just to get that data and listen to there's, people. If there's a social, sing if there's a social media component to it, and you could share it to like, I'm sure it's going to be the I biggest just, fucking thing. In the I world. don't want to know. <laughs> let me let me go into my account and see if there's recorded. Do you get graded? Yeah, it gives you like. Up to three stars. And okay. uh, the highest I've gotten is like two and a half stars. But I realized the reason I was getting two and a half stars is because I was not doing it with headphones in. So they're hearing the vocal track that's singing it correctly. And then they're like, okay. Because uh, once I got rid of that, then they're all two stars. I feel like it's just like 12 a.m. Just you hear you hear muffled. If, you're, if your bill's never here. A fool around and fell in love. <laughs> well, that's like the one thing that I'm... I'm Worried about is, uh, I, uh, yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it, um, saves your recordings. They're missing out, but man, let me tell you, the app to me, but make, you might be able to do it. I just haven't done it yet. But, uh, the blow I, I TikTok out, I'm a bass. out of the water. You have what? I'm bass. That's one my voice. I mean, I'm no music expert, but yeah, that doesn't surprise me. And then, uh, like the songs that I've sung so far are, uh, Go the Distance by, from Disney's Hercules. Not the cake version? No. But that'd be, I'd probably kill that. You, there's one note. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, it's not, <laughs> not a lot of range in that yeah, one. Yeah, a lot of talking. I can talk. Uh, Ain't No Sunshine by Bill Withers. Got two and a half stars on that. Uh, two stars on Go the Distance because that's when I started using headphones. Uh, Aladdin's Whole New World. I was doing pretty good on that one until it got to. What's the name of this app again? Uh, Simply Sing. And then I, I was doing pretty good on that one, and then I got to the girl part, and I didn't have it adjusted to sing her part <laughs> mm-hmm. right. So I was really, really off on that. And then Fly Me to the Moon by Frank Sinatra. I've done that one. Uh, it's it's fun, though. And, like, it's it, the, the lessons are short and, like, very digestible, and so I love it. So if you are looking to try and figure out how to sing, <laughs> uh, you just got <laughs> you to be willing to, like, uh, embarrass yourself in front of yourself for a while. Yeah. Because it's like I'm hearing myself and I'm like, oh. And I'm learning about like chest voice versus head voice. Yeah. And I don't know any of that stuff. Yeah. I'm breathing. I'm terrible at breathing. Just uh, regularly. Yeah, <laughs> like, I got, sleep, I can, you I got for sure. sleep apnea while I'm awake. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where was this fucking app 20 years ago? I would have gotten fucking my band on Warp Tour if that was, this shit was around. Yeah, right. Well, Because uh, I tried one of these apps a few years ago and it was way more... Just like technical stuff, and the, this one's more, like, go like it has real songs to sing, and so that that makes it really fun because, you know, you can go on there like here's here's the catalog of songs that they have. I know this sounds like an ad for them, but I don't get paid. <laughs> uh, can you feel the love tonight by Lion from the Lion King? Uh, Every breath you stop. take why by the it, police. Why is it making noise right now? Okay, stop. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Iris Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, I love that song. That's a great song. 
Uh, it's a fucking hard one to sing. Take Me Home, Crunchy Roads by John Denver. Crunchy Roads? Did you just say Crunchy Roads? Yes, Crunchy Roads. <laughs> That's why he got the app, Tommy, so he could learn how to sing it right. Well, there's, some, there's some good songs. More Than Words by Extreme. That's a good one. So I'm going to I'm gonna fuck around with it like I did in my lessons for today. I'm going to probably do a little bit more when I get home and uh, keep uh, trying to get better at singing. I can't wait to learn how to sing. Are you going to do it? Oh, yeah. I'm diving right in. <laughs> We're... Well, I'll learn how to sing and then we'll start an acapella podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> we should become not. a barber barbershop quartet. Yeah, we just need one more. Hey AJ, you're coming yeah, back. AJ, AJ, you're back. <laughs> hope you can hit it. Hope you hope you're a tenor. He can sing, right? Yeah, AJ's yeah. a good singer. Yeah, he can sing. All right, AJ, get your shit together. Yeah. yeah. Uh how was New Jersey? It's fun. Well, you I got to go to the bottom bing. I did. I didn't go in. But um, I felt like shit. I, I had stomach issues Wait, was for that, a while. But not to step on you, is yeah. is the Bada Bing actually open, or that place that was the Bada Bing? I don't know. Oh. I, I saw it in, during the day. I didn't think to ask if it. I think it's still. I think it's yeah, I think yeah. it's a thing. It's just not called. Is it a Bada strip Bing. club still? Yes. Or was it ever a strip club? Well, yeah, it was I clearly think, a strip yeah. club. Yeah. What is it? I forget what it's. Uh, Did you get your gobble gold? Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> of course. Oh, it's a. Satin dolls, okay. I think it's open still. But they still have the bottom yeah. being signed. Yeah, yeah, they still have yeah. the sign. Um, I tried to get a picture at the meet, like at the meet place, but my phone kind of. We were driving. Mm-hmm. I was gonna send that to you guys too, uh-huh. but well, yeah. Fine. Woke yeah. up this morning, got your. Chris wrote my name on the uh, bottom being, like right underneath the bottom being thing. Cool. Yeah, I'm like, thank you. Yeah. That was very sweet. <laughs> it's a good. Move. If you could get into right. the bottom being, would you go on stage and uh, be like? I'm naked at the bottom bing. Me? Yeah. I would not get on stage, but I'd get Cause naked like, in the club. Yeah, because I don't like, dance. I know, but you'd be like, I'm like Tony. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> My tits, Tony. You do it like a Tommy uh, Soprano. Tommy Soprano. What, what was what was the, the Russian stripper that fell in love with Tommy? With Tony. Tommy. Tony. <laughs> is there a Russian uh, stripper? Oxana, in love with Oxana me? right? Or is oh, Oxana yeah, the yeah. one legged lady? Oh, I can't remember who is who. She was like the den mother. There yeah. was a den mother, and then there was a younger one den. who was in who was like super hot yeah. in like the first couple seasons. That was all His strung out Uma. over Tony. Yeah, I don't. Anyways, you could have said Tony, like like she says <laughs> it, Tony. All right, before we go, can we talk about sugar daddies? Sure. I want to know, Tommy. You are. Uh, what do you consider a sugar daddy? Like, what's your definition? Or like um, of like a. <laughs> arrangement like that well that, what do you my definition of it yeah like what do you, when you think of that what what's the situation um there's usually like an exchange of like the man wants something whether it just be companionship hooking up mm-hmm. everyone has kind of you know right different things See, and they have to be and then they pay you yeah and they pay to you. just go on dates or or whatever some right. people don't even want to go on dates it's literally just hanging out yeah i had somebody um when i first started camming Sent me a thousand dollars and then would buy stuff off my Amazon wish list. I got so many comic books yeah. off of that thing <laughs> from that guy. Um, like every day, yeah. I would get stuff in the mail every day, and That's all so he cool. wanted was to just um, like Facetime. Yeah. So when when it goes to in person, though, I'm too lazy. I don't wanna... like to like in person and like you're having sex with. Is that beyond sugar daddy or That's... is that no? That's still. I mean, it... I don't like. 
why would you ever even if you're getting a thousand dollars to literally never see a person why would you bother with the real life right right well i'm just thinking of people that i know that have sugar daddies and they fuck them and i'm like oh that's like i always thought sugar daddy was like you get like the companionship you go on dates and stuff Mm -hmm. but like once it got into uh fucking like that that was like another level of like i think sugar daddy can involve sex yeah i think it's like it's generally like an older guy yeah. that's willing to subsidize a younger Someone's woman's way of yeah. living. Yeah, um, but at that point, I think of it more as like a mistress, I guess, or like a guma. I think, yeah, I mean, it's where, where it's like sugar daddy just sounds like a cuter name for it. Yeah, but, I mean, now if you're here, here's another I, semantic argument that I'm just presenting and I'm saying without judgment. Mm-hmm. If you're just doing it with one guy. Are you a prostitute or are you a prostitute when you do it with multiple guys? You're exchanging sex for money. Like actual Like a one and done deal? Well, like, or no, just no, one like person? like say like you have that relationship with somebody. They're paying for your time and companionship, but you're having sex with them. Is that prostitution or not? I think that's the very definition of prostitution is selling but, sex for, for money. But if it's not just about the sex, it's about the, the companionship, like you're going on dates, you're you're doing I think you could things. upgrade it to maybe escorting if you want to get semantic okay. about it. Um, and there's no judge. I don't like, listen, <laughs> listen, if, if I was a good looking woman, I would absolutely have every feasible Venmo, Amazon wish list, cash app link, <laughs> yeah. and every one of my social media bios. Um, I'd say that to say that, yeah, like I, I think prostitution is just literally you're selling your body for money. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. You're not getting paid, not getting paid for sex. You're getting paid to leave. Yeah. Sugar daddy escort <laughs> stuff is, is. <laughs> Is there's probably a little more of an emotional companionship component to yeah. it. Um, I don't know. Why I do I feel like so I'm in court too, right yeah. now? Why well, that's, that's the thing. It's like it feels it, kind of it feels bad. Like I feel bad saying like, okay, so this is like prostitution when you're doing that. But like, I feel like there's just so much stigma with that word, and that's why we. I, wait, we it, use... I wish they need to uh, make it legal. Honestly, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Like, I think if they made it legal, we wouldn't. We wouldn't have so many issues. Number one, it's yeah. so stupid that it's still illegal right, in 2023. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, and, and number two, I think it's just like it's becoming more normalized, and people don't look down at it anymore. Right. Because and that's I'm, kind of like what I'm saying is like I feel like people use terms like sugar daddy and guma, and they don't want to be like. Classified as a, a prostitute, or I could see that too. And I think and that's, really, I think like, that's and, fair. And I, I can like, understand yeah. that. Respect that. I, I, I get that. Uh, but I just got to, you know, women are no one rebrands like a woman. Like, <laughs> 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 Nobody knows how to take something that's like, oh, this is, uh, it's, it's <laughs> I mean, all the self care stuff. That's the next level. It's like it's just self care, really. <laughs> just getting myself taken care of. But I just think in this gig economy, and I think in late stage capitalism. Um. Yeah, man. Who the fuck wants to work anymore when you can literally just use no, I, your God-given yeah. assets? Again, I'm not judging your... or saying like there's anything. Yeah, wrong dude. With no one. It. I I'm think just... we're all on the same page. No, yeah, yeah. Just, like it's just a discussion that I was uh, thinking about because of friends that I have that are in those situations, and I was just like, oh, like, like, are they comfortable with themselves? Like, are they telling themselves like I'm not a prostitute? Or they're like, yeah, I'm kind of a prostitute, but. What are you gonna do? I need the money. I want the money. I want. The I don't. Situation. I think that's a. I think every personal. situation is different. Yeah, I, I was gonna say yeah. that's probably. There's a lot of people that know exactly what they're doing. They have zero problem with it, and they make zero apology for it. I'm yeah. sure there's some people that have a sense of, you're like, well, I would call it this because I don't want to call it that. Yeah. And it, I think it's understandable. And it makes you feel better and yeah. 
you know, I, or again, even from like a it's legal like, standpoint, because I've never even like thought about oh, that yeah, as a, a like sugar yeah. daddy. That question, I'm like, yeah. oh shit, I guess yeah. I never. Really yeah, thought I never really that. thought about it until there's that. Uh, some yeah. someone brought it up to me, and I was like, oh, I guess I wasn't looking at it that way. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, there's literally websites. There's a website where you can just sign up to be a sugar baby mm-hmm. or sugar daddy. Yeah. <laughs> can I be a sugar baby? <laughs> I'll be a sugar baby. Technically, I mean, yeah. like, it's all it's all a matter. Like, it's 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 just capitalism one one. It's like yeah. if there's someone out there that wants to pay that you take money, me on dates and I'll, take you to I'll golden, golden yeah, take you, to, <laughs> take you to golden crown and have you hold her hand while you go to see Hamilton together. Sure, <laughs> then you're I a sugar baby. See Hamilton, so I'm you'd be like, with that. hey Nancy, um, I don't want to pay for the the re- the remaining of my fucking lease on my Kia. You, you know, like, mm-hmm. um. And that just brings up another thing. I went to a play on Sunday uh, that was about the Vietnam draft and how much that had to fucking... Like, it's one thing that I've always known about, but I never, like, put myself in that situation. Sounds like, like a real laugh riot I know, experience. I'm like, what a nice fucking show, <laughs> I was, guess. It was heavy, but there were some good... <laughs> laughs in it but it was it was it was a heavy play like it was, it was a full metal jacket the musical you know, basically man. it wasn't a musical though it's just you're just sitting there like uh thinking about like oh yeah we we were, we were just sending 18 year old dudes on the other to the other side of the world to get killed for no reason to get fucking housed yeah by and, locals and it wasn't them signing up it was going mm, this is your birthday you have to go yeah and that like i never really thought about that and this gave me such like a good Vision of that. What's the name of the play? It's called 1970. Yeah. And it's written by uh, one of the professors over at uh, Cleveland Institute of Art, uh, where you went, right? Yep. Uh, I graduated and, from uh, there. It was it was good. Uh, and it made, again, it gave me, like, some pause thinking about all that, like, how, how terrifying that would be. That was their school shooters. Like, that was their, like, okay, am I going to have to go and do this or go to jail or well, I mean, run away. My dad literally was in high school when the draft was still a thing. And the, he said, the teachers just, if you were a young man in high school, they just let you do whatever the fuck you want. Cause you're like, yeah, you're going to definitely just get shipped over there and probably step on a, a, a mine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so you, uh, you go ahead and you just leave at lunch and go <laughs> smoke right? with your friends or whatever. <laughs> And then the then the draft ended, and he's like, "I have to live the rest of my life now, I guess." You know, <laughs> whoops, should have paid attention. A little yeah, bit. <laughs> fuck me, I guess. Yeah. yeah, he did all right for himself. Yeah, he he made it work. Uh, all right, well, we'll keep it at that for this week's episode. And on uh, a high note, and yeah, a nice depressing <laughs> note. Uh, Do you want to you want to put the well, the mash wasn't the that war, but the mash theme song be a good ending. Uh, <laughs> Does that have lyrics? Can I sing that? And literally, the name. <laughs> There's the a version yeah. with vocals, dude, yeah. that is even more depressing yeah. than the, the, the dude. Yeah. yeah, we really, we really stuck the landing on this one. Yeah, right. It was yeah. like the funnest episode, <laughs> to the most depressing. Yeah, it's like start with some magic, end with the Vietnam War. <laughs> sugar daddy, uh, sugar babies are prostitutes, and in the seventies, yeah, you, you like. It was scary to be a teenager. Like, hey, those card tricks were cool. I want to talk to you real quick about prostitution. (laughs) (laughs) What a day. Uh, All right. uh, Get tickets for my comedy special taping uh, October, December 22nd. 22nd. Uh, October 14th, go see the Allens. October 15th, go see uh, Billy Wayne Davis. 
And uh, Tommy, Billy what rules. you got? Tommy LC on everything, especially OnlyFans. Especially OnlyFans. Sub. And, and sub, yeah. Please. Sub. Look at her boobs. Worth it. It's, it's good stuff. And then uh, Pants, October 27th at... Oh, yeah, we're booking, uh, I booked um, Old 86, the first ever Halloween party, which will also be my <laughs> birthday party, and um, DJed by the one and only Alan Klump, a.k.a. Choir Boy. Oh, fuck yeah. With some many other Ooh, attractions. Gotta figure out what my Halloween costume's gonna be. Is you it got, like a costume party? Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, I'm almost thinking about turning people away at the door that aren't dressed up, but we're not gonna do that. Yeah. That's not, yeah. I don't like rules. But I do like costumes, so wear a fucking costume. There are no rules. And if you're on OnlyFans, follow me at OK Pants. Or if you're not, <laughs> follow me. I don't care. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> All right, we'll see Jesus you guys Christ. next week. Bye. Bye.